Hi, welcome to Let's Talk Forex with Alison and Chris. In this episode, we discuss three of the most important technical indicators for short-term trading. If you aren't familiar with technical indicators, we have some links to specific videos and podcast episodes in the show notes. If you have any questions, please reach out to us on our social media channels or alternatively contact us at podcast at fxscouts.com. Hey, Alison. Hey, Chris. How are you doing? I am ill, Alison. I can hear. I'm ill and I'm grumpy. Oh. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm not that grumpy. I'm okay. I'm all right. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm enjoying the last of, well, not the last, but I'm enjoying some summer days here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the weather's been beautiful, so very grateful. Had a lot of beach time this weekend. Um, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's fantastic. It, what's it like that side? Uh, yeah, it's nice, actually. Portugal, you know, in the winter when it's not raining is really nice. It's been like 20 degrees and sunny. Um, yeah. No, it's been good. So oh. I've been, uh, been out and about a bit, which is nice. Um, oh. But it is supposed to start raining imminently again. We get these big storms that roll in off the Atlantic in the winter, and then it rains for about five days solid. Yeah, like so, torrential, um, torrential rain. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So something to look forward to this week. <laughs> um, anyway, let's. Uh, what are we we're talking about this week? We are talking about, yeah, technical indicators for short-term trading strategies like we do in Forex trading. Yeah, um, yeah I think something a lot of beginners are um, very wary of, um, technical indicators. Uh, in Forex trading, a lot of people don't understand it, so we thought we'd just give a brief primer. So technical indicators are important because, you know, you'd, most successful traders who have done well in, in forex trading or other, other financial markets, they're successful because they understand that markets are cyclical. And this means that what has happened before is probably going to happen again. So and technical indicators are essential um, in helping traders identify these cycles. But especially when you're starting out, selecting the best technical indicator, it's not really very straightforward. Um, Many traders make the mistake of relying too heavily on technical indicators without looking at the bigger picture. Or, And this is very common. Um, They use so many that they generate conflicting signals instead. Yeah, it is. It's a big mistake that many, you know, especially beginner beginner trader make. Um, and it's essential to learn how to use the right technical indicators based on your trading style, of course, um, on your objectives and and then on your risk tolerance. Um, but when when you use them correctly, they they're often a very valuable part of a trading strategy. And many, many traders rely on on technical indicators. Mm-hmm. So if you're new to trading, um, you may not know what a technical indicator is. And they're basically mathematical equations that use price data. Um, and this includes the opening price, the closing price, the price highs, and the price lows. And they're often displayed either on top of the price, um, known as overlays, or they're uh, or you can find them beneath the candlestick, uh, candlestick chart, um, known as underlays. And, and of course, that depends on which technical indicator you're using as to how it displays on your chart. Yeah, and they can be used to, to you know short-term trading in any market. They can help us clearly see the price action, 
Uh, they can help you see where their market is trending. Um, they can tell they can uh, show you volatility, uh, whether a market is overbought or oversold. And they're really good for um, producing buy and sell signals. Particularly, they're good uh, for signal generation, as I said, like so they can generate buying and selling signals based on historical data. For instance, moving averages, they can indicate a possible trend reversal. Um, so this is obviously a good time to enter or exit a trade. They're also really good for confirmation. This is, uh, you know, when you suspect that uh, might be a, a good time to enter a market or exit a market. Uh, technical indicators um, are very good for confirming your ideas. And they're also, and in this, particularly in confirmation, traders will use multiple indicators to to uh, confirm any particular market movement. They're also fantastic for risk management. Mm. Um, for example, you can set stop losses based on support and resistance levels, uh, the, then, and you'd identify those support and resistance levels uh, using technical indicators. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're very, very useful. Um, and then you get, uh, so for for the purpose of this podcast, we've chosen three different types of indicators um, that we find the most useful for short-term trading. Um, and the main functions of the indicators is to basically help you with trend identification, momentum, and volatility. Um, and the following list includes some of the most popular indicators uh, for day trading on on short time frames. I, I hope this I hope this is is helpful. Yeah. Uh, so first, we're going to talk about moving averages. They're probably the most commonly used indicator. They're used by both you know, long term positional traders as well as short term traders to make trading decisions. So they should be used in the majority of your trades. So what is it? Well, anyone who's looked at a price chart will know that prices fluctuate wildly or they're all over the place. The moving average smooths out this price action by taking the average price over a rolling number of periods. So the result is a smooth line that tracks behind the candlesticks and is overlaid on your chart. Exactly. Um, so in order to use moving averages, um, you'll see that the smooth line makes it easier to determine the trend of the market. So you'll see whether uh, the price action is above or below the moving average. Um, and if the line is sloping up, then the trend is up. And if the line is sloping down, then the trend is down. Or if the price action is above the um, line, it means it's generally an uptrend. Or if it's in a, if the price action is below the line, you, you, you could confirm that you're in a downtrend. And they also provide trade signals when the price crosses crosses the moving average. Um, so if you have a, a crossover, you could also assume that there might be a change in direction. Or when a shorter-term moving average crosses over the long-term moving average, you could also, it, it could be an indication that there could be a, um, a trend reversal or likely because it's a lagging indicator, the the trend has already reversed in direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're very good for short-term trading because they're designed for trend following. So simple moving averages and exponential moving averages, um, as I said, they're, they're lagging. So it means that the price will move first and then the indicator will react to that change. And the benefit is that they smooth out the market noise um, but, you know, as I mentioned, the downside is that they can be slow to show that the trend has changed um, at the, well, at those different turning points. So you'll, you'll notice you'll either have a crossover or a price moving above or below the moving average um, slightly after the, the trend has already changed in direction. 
Um, and even though this might seem a disadvantage, in many ta- many cases, it's as as you mentioned earlier, Chris, it'll be a confirmation. Um, and uh, even though traders might lose out on a bit of the profit profit taking, it'll still it, it's still better than than reacting too quickly and possibly um, you know possibly acting or taking a trade in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um- and popular settings for long-term traders, they include the 50-period moving average or the 200-period. Um, but indicators will adjust according to the time frame you're trading. On a daily chart, the 200-period moving average will represent 200 days. But if you're doing short-term trading, uh, the hourly, if you're looking at hourlies, then the 200-period moving average will represent 200 hours. So yeah, nice and easy. Also want to talk about one another indicator, the Relative Strength Index, the RSI. Uh, it's also used frequently on many traders' charts. It's an oscillator, which means that it displays as an underlay indicator. So it'll be underneath your candlestick, candlestick chart, and it fluctuates between readings of 0 to 100. The mass behind this indicator is what it does. It compares the size of up moves versus the size of down moves in price. So the idea is it compares the relative strength of the bulls in whatever market you're trading versus the bears. Yeah, and it's most commonly used for finding overbought and oversold conditions, meaning that the price might have moved too far too quickly and could be about to reverse or could be sort of about to, um, what's the word? It'll come back to its mean. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, where the, the bulls have sort of overshot the mark where it should be, the price then will, will, will uh, reverse either slightly or, or go in the opposite direction. Um, and traders will compare the swings in the RSI with swings in the price to find divergence between the two. This is another way that, that traders use um, the RSI. And it's another signal to show that the current price might be about to reverse. Yeah, and it's really good for short-term trading because in short-term, short time frames, price can change direction very quickly. And momentum indicators like the RSI are a leading indicator, which means that the RSI will often change direction before the price. Um, and this can give traders an early warning signal to exit a trade before the price reverses. The drawback here is that the RSI can and does frequently display false signals, suggesting there's going to be a change in the trend when uh, when there won't be. Yeah, uh, that is something to be aware of. Often, you know, especially in a training market, the price might look like it's um uh, in, in, a, in a bullish market might may look like it's oversold, um, but that oversold condition could could continue. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if, especially if, if uh, traders are reacting to certain news events or, or geopolitical events, um, you know, uh, so it's something to, to just be aware of when using the RSI. Um, mm-hmm. And the default setting for RSI is 14 periods. Uh, the, this means that it compares the current price to the last 14 periods, uh, depending on whether you're using days or hours, to determine whether the price is overbought or oversold. Um and if you're looking at the daily charts, uh, you know, as I mentioned, you'll compare it to the last 14 days. If you're looking at the minute chart, it'll be compared to the last 14 minutes, etc. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a very useful indicator, the RSI, and most traders use it. And because most traders use it, you can also be sure that many traders will be seeing the same signals as you and therefore be reacting the same as you likely would in, in those conditions. Yeah, exactly. And another one we want to talk about here, it's slightly more complex, it's called the average true range or the ATR. This can be written as a single number or is presented on the chart as an underlay. 
and it tracks how the figure has changed over time. So the ATR shows the average number of points a market has moved over a certain time period. Uh, the typical setting is 14, meaning it measures the movement over 14 periods. Um, what, it's, what it does, it's measuring volatility in the market how much the price of a market has moved over that certain period of time. This is really useful information for short-term traders who are trying to decide particularly where to place uh, stop-loss and take-profit orders. Exactly. And a very common approach is to set your stop-loss a certain number, a certain multiple of the ATR away from the entry point. So if, if you're entering a long position, you might set your stop-loss one and a half times the ATR below your entry price. This means that because your stop loss is outside um, that uh, average true range for that period, it's unlikely that your stop will get hit pr prematurely. Um, and the take profit can also be set as a multiple, uh, multiple of the ATR above the entry point for long positions or obviously below for short positions. Um, and the multiplier use depends on the traders on your on your risk tolerance um and the the volatility of of the asset that you're trading uh for instance a take profit could be set, set at two times uh the average true range above the entry price for a long position um so yeah. it very much depends on what you're trading and how much risk you're willing to take yep yeah, and it's, it's particularly good because as a short-term trader, it can be tempting to get drawn into longer-term trades, you know, as prices move up and down. And ATR can really serve as a benchmark for where to set short-term profit targets and your short-term stop losses. Like with the other indicators we've, di we've discussed here, the trading platform will adjust your time frame settings to lower time frames to adjust for short-term trading. So a trader can use a 14-hour ATR instead of a 14-day ATR for more uh, accurate information on short-term volatility. Yeah. Um, so choosing the right indicator for your trading strategy is critical, um, obviously. And the best indicator for you will largely depend on your trading style and your risk tolerance and the type of market you're trading in. Certain indicators work better in different market conditions. So trend indicators like uh, moving averages are useful, obviously, in trending markets, while oscillators like the RSI are more useful in range-bound markets. So it's important to understand which indicators are used for which types of markets. Yeah, and you also got to think about complexity here as well. Um, some technical indicators, as we discussed above, are like the ATR, are more complex than others, and they require a deeper understanding of technical analysis. So make sure that whatever uh, indicator you do use or indicators that you use, uh, that you understand. You understand it fully and that you can apply it effectively. So yeah, finally, you need to discuss uh, some of the common mistakes made when using technical indicators. Uh, the first one is over-reliance. Uh, indicators are just tools, and they should not be the only fact considered when making trading decisions. Fundamental analysis, as you mentioned just now, geopolitical events, etc., and uh, and market sentiment uh, should always, always, always be considered as well in whatever market you're trading. Yeah, and um, the other mistake that many traders make is that they use too many indicators. And this leads mm -hmm. to confusion, and it can also lead to contra contradicting signals. Um, so it's better to master just a few indicators, and that's why we've only mentioned the three that cover trends, momentum, and volatility in, in this podcast. Um, and another thing that many traders do is they misinterpret the signals. So sometimes indicators give false or conflicting signals, like I was talking about the RSI being over 
bought in a trending market. So it's crucial to understand the ins and outs of the indicators um, and to understand what's happening on a broader level in the markets. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So I think that about covers it. Yeah, I think so. It's a bit of a primer to technical indicators. Um, I hope uh, you guys have found it uh, helpful. Yeah, what are we talking about next week, Alison? I don't <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about we next week. We don't know what we're talking about, yeah. We talking about next week. Um, I think, uh, we're, well, there's a f- yeah, a few options. I'm sure we'll... I think we're talking about TradingView next week, Chris. That was oh, week. yeah, that's right. We're we'll talking about TradingView, yeah. um, which is becoming increasingly popular as a trading platform. Yeah. So we just wanted to have a deep dive into it for people who thought might be thinking about switching. Okay. Superb. Yeah, thanks I'll speak so to you then, Alison. Yeah, and uh, just a note um, that we're going to put some links to videos and previous podcasts about those indicators uh, that we've mentioned in the show notes. So if you are interested and you, you want to understand a bit more about these indicators, you can go check out those videos. Superb. Speak to you next week, Alice. Well, cheers, Chris. Bye.